welcome to our Live Better podcast. I'm Casey. And I'm Kathy Harris in Mortgage. And today we're going to be talking a little bit about mortgages and um, what that looks like and really how to um, how to apply for a mortgage, how to accomplish that. I know that's like a huge goal for a lot of people. Um, that's one of the last goals that they may have is to be a homeowner. And so I can tell you personally, you know, we just went through that Um a couple of years ago, and we purchased our first home together, my husband and I. Um, we are now a family of three, so we have a little one now, and um, that's just something that we recently went through together, and it was it was a good experience for us, I will say. Um, there's a lot of information I remember that, you know, had to be used up front, but um, it was a cool thing for us. So, Kathy, talk to us a little bit about, like, how long you've been in mortgage and maybe a little bit of your story. I've been in mortgage actually doing loans for five years. Um, in my story, I've actually personally bought a home too. And and it is a process because they're getting your personal information and you got to trust these folks yeah. that are getting your personal information. So um, when they ask for your tax returns and your W-2s and your pay stubs, it is for your loan approval. Yeah. So it's important to be, you know, to know those people that you're talking with and to have that relationship. Um, this is one of the things we talk about with a credit union. You know, um, we're there for our members and we build that relationship. So um, going back to our process, that was one of the things that was a huge benefit to us. You know, we knew the people and that we had that relationship with and it made things go so much smoother. Um, I know for the next home that we that we purchase, that will be one of the things that we look at. And it's a huge um, it's a huge bonus for us. It is. It's a, it's a per, it's something really personal to go through with any type of loan, but especially a mortgage, because it is a process of 50, 15 to 30 days. Yeah. Yeah. So. Anytime you're working with someone that long, you want to make sure that there's a good relationship there. And it's not just a, a transactional basis, you know, you want to get to know them and uh, really understand what's going on. And sometimes it can get really personal, you know, um, a home is a big purchase. And mm-hmm. so it's a serious thing. And um, on the lender side and on the member side, they want to, you know, make sure everything is a, a good, um, a good agreement, you know, a good, good terms, everything's on good terms. And so, yeah, that can just um, be a huge benefit to have that good relationship with your lender. Absolutely. Um, anything can come up during a mortgage. I mean, you may have um, something on your credit that you didn't know that was out there or something that comes up on your court record that you don't know it's out there like a judgment or a lien mm-hmm. and that's things that we can help you process during the process of the loan yeah so Kathy tell us about how how that starts and how most conversations start whenever it comes to a mortgage application well typically when someone calls in they don't know where to start so um, I start with an application and I pull their credit and I ask a lot of questions uh, normally I'll ask, um, how much do they have to put down? Um, what do they think their credit score is and where they stand? So that's kind of where we get started. Yeah. So, um, it can go a million different ways, right? I know we were, um, just talking about the different options that, that are out there. There's so many different options available just depending on, um, if you're a first time home buyer or if you qualify with your, um, with your income. So tell me a little bit about that because I remember whenever, um, the first time that we went to get a mortgage, that was something that we had no idea. We didn't know what we qualified for and where to even start. We had heard a few things, but we didn't really understand, um, each option that was available to us. Right. Most people don't. Um, they usually want to do a first-time homebuyers program. So typically what that entails is a rural development program. It's 0% down. 
Uh, but you have to qualify with your income on that program. So nine times out of 10, you may not qualify. So we have to put you in another program. So we do have rural development, which is a 0% down program. Uh, We have FHA, which is a great program. It's three and a half percent down. So it's less down. Um, And then we have conventional that could be a three or a 5% down payment. VA is great. If you're a veteran, that's a 0% down payment. And it's actually, to me, better than rural development. Um, we do have some in-house programs as well. Okay. Well, um, there's also like, I know we talked about like minimum qualifiers. Like, so what even qualifies you for a mortgage? Like backing it up just a little bit, like how do you even know if like this is even a conversation that you can have? Um, like where to get started, what kind of history you need to have, that sort of thing. Well, when we look at credit, that's pretty much where I start. Um, I, I start with the application, then pull the credit. Um, the application, you do have to have two years on the job or schooling. And a lot okay. of people don't know that. Okay. So um, talk to me about that. So the schooling part, um, they can be in school. Let's just say they graduate as a nurse mm-hmm. and they've never worked before, but we can use that schooling as their two-year history, work history, and they just have to have their first paycheck stub with their new job. Oh, cool. I did not know that. See, you learned something new. (laughs) So, um, you know, like time on the job, credit worthiness, those are things that, um, you know, we want to bring to the table. Um, There's, of course, like the income verification, that sort of thing. Everyone goes through that sort of the same. What about like as far as down payments? I know you talked a little bit about that. So that can just, that varies on the type of loan or are there other things that vary um, or that have to do with the down payment option? The down payment, like with FHA, for example, you have to have three and a half percent down. Now that can be in a gift form from a relative or money that you have saved. It does have to be seasoned money. Mm-hmm. It cannot be money that you have, you know, taken out of your safe at home and put into your checking account because there cannot be any large deposits. But the one thing that they can get is a gift from a relative. Oh, cool. Mm -hmm. I do remember that, um, you know, from our first experience, I remember hearing that. And so that's something cool that I I really didn't understand until we got down into the weeds of that application. Okay, so whenever someone is interested in a mortgage, and they're really just starting out in life, you know, we're looking at their credit, um, what what does that need to look like? I mean, what are some things that you guys are looking for? Um, You know, what is some advice that you would give to someone who's not quite there yet, but maybe approaching that season in their life? I would definitely tell them they need at least two trade lines of credit, uh, preferably to have 12 months on each trade line. And I would also suggest a credit card, even if it's a prepaid credit card, it does go into the credit, but keep it below 20 to 30% of the limit. Okay, so when we talk about trade lines, I know we're familiar with that term, but a trade line is just anything that's on the credit report. So anything that's reporting like an auto loan um, or a personal loan, anything of that nature, correct? That's correct. Yeah. So um, for sure that, is there anything else like as far as score wise that you guys look at? Um, Is there a minimum or just like an average that you would say to stay around? I would suggest anyone to be above the 640 range. Um, And and that's just because there's so many stipulations with other programs. Uh, With FHA, they can have a 620 credit score, but there's going to be a lot of stipulations that they have to meet to get a loan with a 620 credit score. Mm -hmm. Um, With rural development, 640 credit score. 
Um, and they will take a little bit lower score sometimes. Uh, sometimes they will go to a 620, but with stipulations. Yeah. So that's super important to have that good credit score to even start, um, start the application process. So we're going to talk about closing costs. Um, so tell me a little bit about the end game, you know, the end of the, the process, the closing. So what does that look like? I mean, what is included in that? Um, how does that work? The closing costs will include origination, which the way we do our loans here, there's no origination fee. Um, that does entail a uh, appraisal fee, attorney fee. It's going to have your escrow, unless you waive escrow. Your taxes and insurance are your escrow. We will collect a full 12 months of insurance up front and usually a two to three month buffer for insurance and taxes. So at the end of the day, your typical closing costs are around 6500 ballpark. That can be a lot. It is. So how do you, how would you suggest that someone prepare for something like that? Um, you know, we talk about down payments and then closing costs are a big thing. Some people don't even realize that that, you know, that is part of the process. You know, they think the whole thing is in a loan. Um, and, and this is most of the time cash, correct? Yes. So how do you um, prepare for something like that? Save. Yeah. Your live better savings. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you need to be putting back some money for closing costs. Even if you're going rural development, there are still closing costs unless the house appraises for more to roll those closing costs in, you're still going to be out closing costs. Yeah, so pretty much most of the options, um, as far as a mortgage goes, you're going to have some closing costs. Absolutely. Yeah, so even if you think you've um, maybe, um, like we said, dodged the um, the down payment, there's still some closing costs associated with the mortgage process. And so I think, yeah, like you said, saving for that and preparing not only on the credit side, making sure that your credit is worthy and you're ready for a mortgage, but also the savings is a part that I feel like maybe it's forgotten a little bit. Um, how many times do you have people come to you and they're not ready for that? They're not. Yeah. They're totally shocked. They're like, I thought I could put all of this in my loan. Well, it doesn't quite work that way. And like I said, it has to be seasoned funds. It can't be money that you've taken out of your safe at home. It does have to be in your account. They're going to pull your last two months bank statements and they're going to see all your deposits. Yeah. So, um, and, and also overdrafts. Uh, a lot of people don't think about having overdraft fees in their account and using their overdraft protection, but that can affect your mortgage. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, you know, and that all that is looked at for the benefit of the member, correct? You know, we don't want to loan you out something that you're not going to be able to afford or put you in any kind of situation where it's going to come back and be a hardship on you. And so um, I know for, for myself, you know, hearing these things, I know that it's all for my protection mm -hmm. and not to be, you know, so strict that, um, it, you know, to keep anyone from getting a mortgage, but it's, it's for their benefit, you know, and so to keep that in mind too, I would say probably is the conversation that you have with members most often, you know, under explaining to them so that they understand why all these things are put in place, because there are a lot of rules with mortgages. They get overloaded with information when they come into my office yeah. and, and they're baffled about how much we actually look at. They're like, I didn't know you were going to look at my tax returns. And, and if they owe any taxes, those have to be paid. And if they do owe the IRS, they have to have a payment plan. Now, there are certain mortgages that we don't have to get tax returns, um, but there are mortgages that we do have to have the full tax returns, which is rural development and VA. Yeah. 
So one of the things um, that my husband and I did whenever we started the process was getting pre-qualified. You know, we didn't even know where to start. And so coming in and, you know, um, finding out what we were even qualified for was a huge thing for us. So how does that really work? Like, what does that look like whenever we get pre-qualified? Well, when someone calls me to get pre-qualified, I take their full application. I run their credit. Um, I I get their income information and we look at everything and we see which program is best for them, like how much money they have down. If they don't have a lot of money down, we could go rural development, that sort of thing. Um, But then when you get pre-qualified, then the realtors will actually show you homes. Um, A lot of times they won't um, show you a home until you get a letter of pre-qualification. Yeah. So that's important, right? Um, You can't just jump out there these days, you know, and um, look at all these houses that you're not even qualified for. And so that's important to know. Um, the pre-qualification is definitely a must. You have to do that. Um, and, and who wants to look at a house and find out they can't afford it, right? Who wants to fall in love and then know, <laughs> Hey, I can't even buy that. Um, exactly. No, fun. no. And you want to make sure you're going to be uh, debt to income wise, be able to, you know, get into that home. So mm-hmm. you want to be looking at a $300,000 house and you qualify for a $200,000 house. That's no fun. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, you'll always hear that like, oh, we'll we'll make this purchase, but we'll just eat sandwiches for the rest of our life. Right. And so I know we've had plenty of conversations with people about um, even myself, my husband and I on a personal basis. You know, that's not the way we want to live. And so, you know, just having someone else there to look out for us is is important. You know, I think to to say, hey, this is what it's going to look like, you know, with this mortgage, with this payment. And so that's really important to us. I know you've probably had several of those conversations yourself. Absolutely. Um, I, I ask them, do they want to be married to their home? Yeah. <laughs> and then they say no, then I'm like, you probably need to scale back or, you know, a, just a little bit so you can afford to still do the things that you love to do. Yeah. And gym memberships. I mean, there's a whole lot of things out there out to eat on the weekends. Yeah, there's a, there's a ton of things that um, most would not want to cut out just just to afford a nicer home. So exactly. um, when we talk about maybe some roadblocks that people have, um, what is one of the biggest things that um, that halts the mortgage process? I mean, what do you see? What are some things that kind of stop it? The credit. Yeah. Um, number one credit. Um, they have to pay on time mortgage. Uh, the underwriter doesn't like to see, you know, delinquency on the credit bureau. Um, that's my number one roadblock. The second is probably the debt to income ratio. Okay. What about, um, I know for us, um, we were told, you know, in, from the very beginning, you know, don't acquire new debt. What does that even mean? Like, okay, we can't go out and shop for furniture, right? You can shop, but don't buy yeah. <laughs> unless you're so, paying cash. <laughs> yeah. So, and you know, I know that affects your credit, but also like the debt, you know, kind of talking about what that means and, um, just know that, everything that you do is being looked at. Um, this is a huge purchase, you know? Mm -hmm. And so again, everything is for your benefit and, you know, accumulating more debt is really not part of the process, you know, not part of, not good for the process, I should say. Um, so again, that's probably a huge roadblock that people face, not really understanding that once this process starts, there's no new debt, there's no, um, new credit cards, no financing of furniture, no financing of really anything during this process that can completely stop the process. Correct. Uh, it can make or break the whole loan. Um, if we, let's just say we qualify you for 200,000 and during the process of the loan, you go buy a car, you may not 
debt to income wise qualify anymore for that $200,000 house. So that could mean a turn down instead of an approval. Yeah. So I want to talk a little bit about like the home buying process as far as like out, you know, shopping for homes and um, really what are some things that you see um, as far as what people are looking for in the market and maybe some things that you, the conversations that we have um, when they're out shopping for homes. It depends on the size of their family. Typically, uh, if they have three children, they may be looking for a four bedroom home. Um, and and we're seeing a lot more people looking for homes with land. Uh, I've been seeing that's pretty common recently. Um, and there's not a whole lot to choose yeah. with a lot of land with it. So you may have to scale back on what your wants are. Yeah, everyone, everyone's family looks a little bit different. And you may have this idea in your head as to what you want. Um, but just knowing, you know, what's right for your family, what you can afford and uh, what's going to be right for your future, um, you know, someone may want something specific, but really understanding what that looks like to come is so important. You know, there's, there's a starter home. Yes. Um, but what's to come, you know, is this an, a good investment for your family right now? And what does it look like um, down the road? Right. Um, I, I think the starter home is a, a great start for young families to work their way up later in life. You know, they're making more income 10 years from now, then they can afford the bigger home and they may have a larger family at that time. They may start off with just a couple. Yeah. And then once they have two children, five years down the road, they may be looking to expand. Yeah. So, um, just to kind of wrap up here, we've talked about a lot of stuff, you know, mortgages are a deep and a thorough process. Um, even home buying, shopping for a home, you know, there's so many things that go into that. Um, what do you want in a home? Like we said, what does that investment look like for your family, your future, you know, and really, um, you know, what is your goal? You know, is it, you know, is it to be a homeowner? Is it um, just to have a starter home now? You know, what, what does that look like for you? Um, but just knowing that um, there's something out there for everybody, there's an option available. Um, and if you're not quite there yet, um, let someone help you. You know, here at Centric, we have um, certified credit union financial counselors on site. Um, and we also have, of course, our wonderful mortgage department um, that will go through that process with you. And so really just, um, leaning on someone else to help you with that, to know, um, what's good for you. You know, what, what does your affordable payment look like? Um, helping you find like low rates. Um, and of course, you know, just the different types of mortgages that are out there. Um, is there anything else that you want to add? Just call me. Yeah. Let me take your application. <laughs> Let me run your credit. Let's see what we can get done for you. Give me a call so we can get you pre-qualified. My number is 318 318- 340-9656. I'm at 3711 Cypress Street in West Monroe, Louisiana. And you can also just um, send me an email at mortgage at mycentric.org. I would love to talk to you today. Thank you, Kathy. We really appreciate you being here with us today and talking with us and sharing those um, really, really important topics and those tips for us um, going forward. So thank you. And thank you guys for listening to our Live Better podcast. 